Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coming up on 5-Minute News... GOP insurrectionist Mike Johnson elected House Speaker. Auto workers reach deal with Ford to avert strike. And scientists warn Earth's vital signs worse than at any time in history. It's Thursday, October 26. I'm Anthony Davis. The Republican Party unanimously elected Representative Mike Johnson as House Speaker on Wednesday, eagerly elevating a far-right Christian nationalist to the major seat of U.S. power and ending, for now, the weeks of political chaos in their majority. 51-year-old Johnson of Louisiana swept through on the first ballot with support from all Republicans anxious to put the past weeks behind them and get on with the business of governing. He was quickly sworn into office, second in line to the presidency. The People's House is back in business, Johnson declared after taking the gavel. A lower-ranked member of the House GOP leadership team, Johnson emerged as the fourth Republican nominee in what has become an almost absurd cycle of political infighting since Kevin McCarthy's ousting as GOP factions jockeyed for power. While not in the party's top choice for the gavel, the anti-abortion and anti-gay Johnson has few foes and an important GOP backer, Donald Trump. Far-right members of the House had refused to accept a more traditional speaker and moderate conservatives didn't want a hardliner. While Johnson had no opponents during a private party roll call late on Tuesday, some two dozen Republicans did not vote, more than enough to sink his nomination. Johnson is a lawyer by trade specialising in constitutional issues. He'd rallied Republicans around Trump's legal effort to overturn the 2020 election results. Republicans had been flailing all month, unable to conduct routine business, as they fought amongst themselves with daunting challenges ahead. The United Auto Workers Union said yesterday it had reached a tentative contract agreement with Ford that could be a breakthrough toward ending the nearly six-week-old strikes against Detroit automakers. The four-year deal, which still has to be approved by 57,000 union members at the company, could bring a close to the union's series of strikes at targeted factories run by Ford, General Motors and Jeep maker Stellantis. The Ford deal could set the pattern for agreements with the other two automakers, although no agreements were announced. The union called on all workers at Ford to return to their jobs and says that will put pressure on GM and Stellantis to bargain. We told Ford to pony up, and they did, President Sean Fain said in a video address to members. We won things no one thought possible. He added that Ford put 50% more money on the table than it did before the strike started on September 15. 
UAW Vice President Chuck Browning, the chief negotiator with Ford, said workers will get a 25% general wage increase plus cost of living raises that will put the pay increase over 30% to above $40 an hour. Previously, Ford, Stellantis and General Motors had only offered 23% pay increases. Typically, during past auto strikes, a UAW deal with one automaker has led the other companies to match it with their own settlements. Browning said temporary workers will get more in wage increases than they have over the past 22 years combined. Temporary workers will get raises over 150% and retirees will get annual bonuses, he said. Earth's vital signs are worse than at any time in human history. An international team of scientists has warned, meaning life on the planet is in peril. Their report found that 20 of the 35 planetary vital signs they use to track the climate crisis are at record extremes. As well as greenhouse gas emissions, global temperature and sea level rise, the indicators also include human and livestock population numbers. Many climate records were broken by enormous margins in 2023, including global air temperature, ocean temperature and Antarctic sea ice extent, the researchers said. The highest monthly surface temperature ever recorded was in July and was probably the hottest the planet has been in 100,000 years. The scientists also highlighted an extraordinary wildfire season in Canada that produced unprecedented carbon dioxide emissions. These totaled a billion tonnes of CO2, equivalent to the entire annual output of Japan, the world's fifth biggest polluter. They said the huge area burned could indicate a tipping point into a new fire regime. The researchers urged a transition to a global economy that prioritised human well-being and cut the overconsumption and excessive emissions of the rich. The top 10% of emitters were responsible for almost 50% of global emissions, they said. By 2100, as many as 3 to 6 billion people may find themselves outside Earth's livable regions, meaning they will be encountering severe heat, limited food availability, and elevated mortality rates. The statistical trends show deeply alarming patterns of climate-related variables and disasters. They also found little progress to report as far as humanity combating climate change. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.